I'm so happy to have uh, Apostle Grace Lubega here today. I want to appreciate him for the work he has done in our lives. He's been coming here for trainings. And all the pastors from Fanero. What a blessing. Thank you so much for giving to us. When I came back this time, I found a big difference. And it's easy to see that Fanero has been here. So let's clap our hands and appreciate. Um, I, I mean, words are not enough to say thank you, Apostle, for, you know, there are people you meet in life and they change your life. But since I met him, my life is not the same. When he came to our church in Sweden, our church went to another level. In the supernatural, now we are seeing cancer getting healed. Uh, the numbers have gone up. So the things we thought we would do like in five years, we've done them in months. And, and so, so we thank you so much for your presence in our lives and your love. I want to thank God for the pastors, Pastor Carol and, and the pastor team for the work you've done to sustain the work. So you are amazing. Let's clap our hands for our pastors. I've never shown you my pastor. But today I want to introduce you to my pastor. Apostle Grace Rubega. You see, never follow a man who doesn't follow. Never submit under a person who doesn't submit. Submission is a principle. So I want to take this opportunity to welcome my pastor, Apostle Grace Silvega, to come. You may be seated. This man of God speaks words that humble me. And, and I don't know how to answer that. But I'm honored to be here. Tell your neighbor. Today is a very wonderful day. In the history of this ministry. Um, I met your bishop couple of years ago. I want to go back to how we met quite honestly. Quite honestly. I cannot put my, my mind to how God needed this relationship. But it has been a relationship of great respect. 
He's a man I respect so greatly. And a man I so greatly honor. And me and my wife love dearly. Praise God. There is nothing he asks and I don't do for him. Yeah, I don't just go to churches. But when he tells me go. I, it's more of the pastor that serves. Some of the one serving him, he calls me his pastor. Praise God. Some honor to be here. And I'm honored to serve and be a part of your story. Praise God. Because it's an honor to meet you. I've been looking forward to meeting you. I've heard great things about you. Amen. Firstly, I want to thank God um, for the ministers. Banange clap for this people. Um, when we have been doing a few trainings here with a few pastors, but the ministers of City Church are hungry. Praise God. And they are committed. And they are serious. Praise God. I, I, I look at the future and I feel we have a great responsibility. So, Pastor Caro and the whole team, Banange, those people have served God. Somebody clap for them. Praise God. We love them dearly. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, I'm not going to say many words. Because this kind of service is supposed to be more of a prophetic utterance. More of words we want to speak in the future. And things I know must be. Somebody shout hallelujah. The words that are going to be spoken tonight are going to affect you whether you want it or not. The words that God is going to release in your spirit tonight they are going to change the trajectory of your life. Let me also say this. You can seek God, but one day like this can change your life for good. Praise God. There is something that changes everything else. Praise God. Now I believe God that tonight is going to do something to your life. Praise God that will change your destiny. Praise the Lord. If you are in the sunshine, praise God. Because Jesus had no tent. You like Jesus. You've been together in his death, in his resurrection. And even in the sunshine, he preached Team. May God bless you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. The bishop has told me that this ministry is celebrating seven years. Is that so? And because of seven years, it's expedient the words we are going to release in the air for the sake of the seven years. That's why I said I came to speak to individual destinies, but also to the ministry. Praise God. 
God is a God of seasons. Katonda yekatonda webiro. He's a God of times. Era yekatonda webisera. And seasons are desirable. But times are not easily designable. Seasons are designable because they are in the class of the predictable times. The predictable moments. Okay, now the sun has turned to rain. Now Jesus has overloved you. He has even anointed you. Praise God. So I was saying that God is a God of seasons and a God of time. Seasons are more easily designable. Times are harder. Praise God to design. Because times are windows. Seasons are doors. And windows open differently from doors. The way of the spirit responds differently when you're dealing with windows in the spirit and when you're dealing with doors. Because windows define our levels of access. Doors define our degrees of utterance. The potential we emit. The glory that comes out of us. The victory that is demonstrated in our lives. The manifestation of God. And the power thereof. So much as doors are open. Windows open. However. Windows stay open longer than doors. And that's how I know that no man who has tested of the infinite things yeah, the immeasurable things can run out. You cannot run out. You will never run out. Why? Because you have drawn from depths. You have drawn from deep things. Praise God. This is a wonderful season. And these are wonderful times. Different doors are going to open. And different doors are, windows are going to open. But some doors are going to shut. But small windows are going to open. But when the doors are shut, it doesn't matter how many doors are shut. If the windows stay open, the blessing stays. If the blessing stays, you don't worry about about closed doors because there are doors that come where blessing is. 
Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Who has understood what I just said? And there are principles in the laws of the spirit that evoke the opening of these windows. And the opening of these doors. For example, when they talk about the tithes, when he says you shall bring all your tithes in the storehouses, and the Bible says that there might be meat in my house. And the Bible says I, I will open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that there shall be no room enough to receive it. Tithe is one of the evokers of windows. It's not the only evoker of windows. Somebody shout hallelujah. I just gave you an example to tell you that windows exist. And in one point Paul says pray for us that the Lord might grant us doors of utterance to speak the mystery of Christ as we ought. So doors release. Windows receive. Somebody shout hallelujah. So tithe is one of the ways the windows of heaven is, is open. But it's not the only way windows are open. Because tithe is just one principle that deals with the finances of survival. But there are many other principles that transcend the human faith because we are not only alive to be but we are alive for many other responsibilities. There are many gifts in the world, but with closed windows and open doors. The opportunities that are open for them can only match a certain level of limitation. They are limited in the spirit. Albeit the opportunities are available. So not every opportunity finds the blessing. Somebody shout hallelujah. Jesus ministered to only 12 men. But he had an effect over the world. Somebody shout hallelujah. He had only 12 he could call the apostles of the inner circle. there was a couple of hundreds of other but history was not most written by the rest of the team that followed Jesus except the 12 men. Because each of these men was a door. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Christ was the window. <laughs> Praise God. But somebody's getting me. Somebody's getting me. So I have never worried of any door closing on my life. But I can worry when a window closes on my life. Because I don't care who invites me or who doesn't invite me. But I care that I still hear God. Somebody shout hallelujah. I don't care whether I stand in a stadium or I stand before five people. But I care that I hear I don't care whether I'm paid where I preach or I'm not paid. But what I care is that I here God. When a man is in a constant hearing of God, you don't worry what closes on him. 
you are conscious on what is open toward you. When you understand what is open toward you, you are certain that the blessing, remember, that the windows open, the Bible says, there is a sure extension because he has promised that you will not have space enough for the blessing. And because you don't have space enough for the blessing, when spaces are filled, <laughs> think spiritually. When spaces are filled, things don't live through windows. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. I said when spaces are filled, things don't live through windows. Doors must be opened. Who is understand what I'm saying? There are doors that open by reason of urgency of the spirit. But there are doors that open both by the urgency and the abundance of the man who has it. That is called opportunity. He says the rest is not to the sick. The battle to the strong. Men are bread to men who are wise. No yet riches to men of understanding. Of favor to men of skill. But he says time and chance happens to them all. That's why I'm not just speaking of a season that you've entered as a ministry. I want to help you time in your spirit. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? He says, because time and chance happens to them. Oh, every man in this world has a time and a chance. Are you hearing me? But when these opportunities come and the timings of the Spirit come, many men do not know how to respond when opportunities come. When, door, when windows open and doors open, we don't know how to respond. Let me make it easier for you. The most successful people in the world are not successful because they most deserved the success. But they are successful because of great grace was poured on their soul and lit their stuff in places of opportunity. That is what men call blessing. But that is not blessing. It is deeper than that. That is why if you go back to the principle of the tithe, he says, I will pour you out a blessing. But when you study the Hebrew word there, it is not actually the blessing. It is the source of blessing. So your blessing is not actually what men call blessing. But your blessing is actually the source of blessing. In other words, you don't You don't just, if it's money, you don't just receive money. You become a source of money. Hey. Hey. 
Somebody shout hallelujah. If it's wisdom, you don't just receive wisdom. You become a source of wisdom. If it is glory, you don't just receive glory. You become an emitter of the glory of God. If it is peace, if it is victory, if it is answers, whatever it is, you become the source. God capitalizes the inevitable in your life that he makes you more relevant than the answer. You become the giver of the answer. You're not just the answer, but you become the source of the answer. World systems have built problems for men to give answers, not as sources, but as students of these answers. You sat in a math class and they told you find X. Who created the theory? Who was the source of E equals MC squared? Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein. Theory of relativity. He created the answer to the world. But through that created the first atomic bomb. It's not even created it. But the theory created it. So every man now owns the theory of relativity according to the vision it gives them. But Albert Einstein stays the source of E equals MC squared. Energy equals to matter and light. Who has understood what I just said? God doesn't want you to be a solver of E equals MC squared. God wants to give you your theory. Somebody shout hallelujah. God wants to give you your theory. What is the pastor talking about? Okay. Let me go where you are. Who made pan? Don't you, you don't know who made pan? Who made the Who made pan? Pancakes. Who made pancakes? We don't know who made pancakes. But pancake works for you. Because you fry it and you sell it and your kids get school fees. Now, your pancakes are answers to you. But pancakes are not your source. But, but somebody who, who invented pancakes, what God wants to give you, he wants to give you wisdom that creates something like pancakes will feed others. Praise God. But you must know how windows function. How doors function. Right now, today, there is a great opportunity in the spirit realm for a man to receive something so big. In fact, my prayer, ever since I was told that I was going to come here, I was praying. 
that men will get this. Because the words I'm speaking, if you don't get them, you will suffer for many, many years in the life of salvation. Like I told Sometimes you, you just need an enlightenment. Just opens your spirit and changes your destiny forever. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Windows are going to open. Doors are going to open. Some doors are going to shut. But windows will open. And if windows keep open, it doesn't matter the doors that shut. Let me tell you something. We didn't have mighty pastors. We were not raised by, by, by the mighties of Kampala that you hear. No. Pastor Robert Kanja doesn't know me. Now he knows me. But, but he never knew me. You understand? The pastor Robert, uh, the pastor Soledas didn't know us. You understand? These some of those young men who grew up in those. For us, nobody knew us. We, we, are, we are pioneers of Kawem. Apostles and prophets. Apostles and prophets church. Praise God. The choir. It was a crude. We drum. You praise God and dust gets up in the air. When you're just drumming and I grew up with this gentleman. Praise the Lord. I know how to drum. Praise God. Every kind of drum. So don't be mistaken. That in me. Now Born and raised. So we didn't have those connections. Brother, you don't need some connections. You don't need to know the big men of the world. The big major one is inside you. don't look like anybody. Praise God. you the truth. Raise God. Why? Rati. Because some windows open on us. They are people who won't agree. And they are those that shut on us. Because of the windows that open to us. Praise God. That if some windows were shut, certain doors would stay open. But they were able to the point is we saw praise God but in that there are also other doors that open those doors didn't open because of the need only but they opened because the house was full 
There is something God is going to do in your life that will make you forget the people of your God. forget the way they If you've understood it, shout amen. Now that doesn't know seasons. You don't worry for if I remember to sit in the rain. You don't worry for them not coming to church because it's raining. We left that level. We have preached. We have preached. We have preached. We have prayed. We have fasted. Rain knows us. Even as we know it. Sunshine knows us. Even as we know it. Praise God. We are not on the likes of men. We are on the love of one man. Praise God. That's why you go on Facebook and put my name. I'm not there. I don't, I'm not looking for likes. Apostle Grace Rubega, Instagram, Twitter. I, I'm not there. Praise God. Because I don't need to be there to change the world. What he gave me is what is own. <laughs> Did you get My me? window is there. I'm not there. My door is there. I'm not there. Praise God. I don't need to be there. But I'm there. By the door. You understand what I'm saying? Now, I may be, be on Facebook more than you who are there. You also look for me there more than you who are there. May God do something. Facebook will look for you more than you looking looking for it. Because God counts on you to change this world. Heaven is counting on us to change this world. We are not excited men. No, we are humbled men. Because we know what God is up to. Somebody said hallelujah. So windows open doors open and doors can close because of the manner of windows that are open because doors are subject to windows windows are not subject to doors to doors
But windows define the level of blessing. And anointing that functions in the mind. Doors define how and where the man goes. Praise God. There is a door that can shut on you. And God opens another door. And it's there to only tell you that door was smaller than you. Praise God. It was too small. The people who shut out Christ are many. They were many. They were the, the ones that shouted, Crucify him. Crucify him. And they crucified him. But that didn't kill that door on his life. No. 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 That didn't kill that door on him. Mm. In fact, he said, And the door. They thought they were shutting out of him. And they didn't know he was that door. And he said, I'm the door. If you don't pass here, I'm the door. You know, Christians usually say, that, that pastor stole my sheep. The Bible tells you the thief. The is the one who doesn't pass through that door. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Bible says, He that not entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth some other way. The same is a thing. But if a man preaches Christ and goes beyond him, and your sheep, he, your sheep leaves your church, he's not a thief. No. You're just not enough preacher. <laughs> Lay a hand on you and say I'm enough in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Did you get what I'm trying to tell you? People are not property. No. People have left Fanero. These people. But everybody who gets out, 10 can. Because I know the door. I know how they enter. Let one go. Ten come. And another one goes. And ten come. A hundred go. One thousand will come. I would. Even Jesus, there is one who the other. That does not take away what God called Because He called me. He called me that. I am confident in who called me. And how he called me. It's not pride what I'm telling you. It's testimony. Praise God. You steal, they steal people. The, where does the fifth pass? He's the one who doesn't pass through that door. He said I'm the door. If that one has given Christ, he is not a thief. He's not a thief. And there is no pastor who has members. And then and all the members, all of them, none of them came from another church. Pastor 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 Even some of, some of the people here came from somewhere. 
But pastors, people are not ours. They are God's people. If somebody chooses to leave, I bless them and ask them to leave. Because I know who he gave me. Praise God. The responsibility I have to them. But that one does not make it them for granted. I keep the mind that they are his people. I am a steward. My God. Praise God. I don't even know how that came. <laughs> Seven years. Deuteronomy 15. Verses 1. If you're there, you say amen. The Bible says in Deuteronomy. Chapter 15. Verses 1. It says at the end of every seven years, there shall be a release. You shall grant a release. There will be a release. Now there is somebody who is not yet getting me. Who is following what I'm saying? Every seven years in the spirit a season is birthed and it's a season of release. You have entered a season of release. Now this is for him that releases but also to him that is released. Get the wind of this before you understand the door. Get the window of this before you understand the Before you understand the opportunities set before you for the liberality of this experience and the doors that will open to you, understand the windows that spell what is accessible for you. Let me give you an example. In, in Deuteronomy 15, God was talking about windows. But many people simply think about only the doors. No, he talked about windows before he defined the doors. He says in verse 2, this is the manner of the release. Every creditor shall release that which he has lent to his neighbor. He shall not exact on his neighbor exact kubanja. He shall not exact on his neighbor, his brother, for the Lord's release is proclaimed. God says, everybody who has a debt, tell them to forget their debt. Everybody who promised you a job, call them and tell them leave it. Because that's also a debt. The one who, who promised you to take you to Dubai. When you leave this is the leave your papers, I have another way. 
Keep Dubai. The fourth verse. And it tells you. There will be no poor among you. It doesn't mean that there won't be somebody lacking money in their pocket. No. He has said. There will be no poor in you. He didn't say. That there will be nobody without money in their pocket. But he has said. Among you there won't be any poor person. There will not be any poor. Among you. He does not mean. That there will be. Not everybody will have money in the or pocket. that you'll have money on their account. Understand this window. Understand this window. Understand this window. Because if you don't get this, the door cut open. Listen, he says, none among them shall be poor. He's not saying that none among them shall not have money. But he said, none among them shall be poor. I'm talking of a world that does not need a bank account. I'm talking of a profession that does not need a job. I'm talking of a person that does not need to have money in your bank or your account. But that effect, that window, will open a certain door. Houses you never bring. That's why when sometimes we are talking about a mayumba Christians don't see that stuff. They won't understand many things. Vineyards you never planted. Christians don't really get, don't understand those. And many people don't walk in that grace. But somebody can wake up and say, take this And you look like somebody who worked for 30 years. <laughs> A gentleman gave me a house <laughs> of recent. Let me keep quiet. Because some of you will start <laughs> investigating. But the years it took to build it. I wondered, and that you just said, Apostle Grace, take. There are things I don't want to say because I don't want some people to spend sleepless nights. There are people who can lose sleep. Why do you watch for that one? Why? Raise God. This is your year. Tell your neighbor. Everybody listening to me. And, and, and I'm talking about money, but I'm going to Because for us, money is a responsibility. Not a privilege. It's not pride. It's not something we boast of. No. We are richer than you see. Praise God. We're just humble. Now, cut it. He says, none among them shall be poor. None among them shall be poor. After seven years. Now, when you, re you know, read that, this year, uh, as city church, nobody is poor among you. 
Apostles, but I don't have a job. Even the landlord Now you and God choose who is saying the truth. Praise God. Either the Lord is lying or you're lying. You've forgotten that he is the God who quickened the dead. And he calls them alive. And he calls the things that are not as though they are. If he has not called it, it's not. Even the son of man who was created before he was made. Genesis, Genesis, in Genesis 1 he said that created him man, male and Genesis 2 7 and he has created. He has not formed. The prayer we are about to make is what forms. Praise God. Praise God. He says, none among them shall be poor. For the Lord will surely, 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 bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you for an inheritance. Are you hearing the word? This is where he's going to come from to bless you. Now I was telling people in church today that we started Panero when people would give the whole giving would be maybe two million. Yet we need an operation of maybe three million. Now, now connect and understand where some but in the fourth year <laughs> we looked at our, I looked at our books again. We were in millions of dollars. When people were giving us two millions of dollars in the fourth year, I said, that is called God. But what people don't see is that that is the money that has fed the prisoners that, that is the money that has fed the widow it is for responsibility but also has bought us a land five acres of land which is when we paid that they were not enough <laughs> so can now we are thanking God because of the other land we are going to buy thank God with me come on don't be jealous. Yes. Just thank. Father, we thank because you're going to buy You have paid it. You have even if the, even they without money can buy. Salvation is fun. Praise God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because God responds to inheritance. When he called our father Abraham, he called him with nothing. And told him, leave your father, your mother, your kinfolk, go to a land that I will show you for an inheritance. And he took him to that land. When he took him to Canaan, and he told him, I brought you here to see. 
Look from where you are. North east west. As far as your eye. From where? So he walked the whole world. And he became the father of all them that believe in all nations. Because when the window was offered, he responded to it differently. I don't know who I'm talking to. I said when the window was opened to our father Abraham, he asked for the world. He realized Canaan was not inheritance. Canaan was a place of healing A certain when, up, when, when God wanted to use Moses, he separated him from the glory of God into a burning bush to hear him. When God calls Paul, separates him from Damascus, throws him into the desert of Arabia to hear Paul. When Jesus yes, was, 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 went for baptism, the moment he was called son, raised out of water, he was led by the Holy Ghost. In the wilderness, God spoke to him. He comes back in the Holy Ghost. We start to see the miraculous power on the Christ because there was a separation from men. There are some to whom this door opened. And what was in their, their heart would not define their lot. Ask Ahithophel. 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 Axophel. The Bible says when he spoke, he was like the very oracle of God. His counsel was as the counsel of God. When the window opens to him, he is a voice to the king. He yields to another vision. Vengeance overtakes the wisdom of the man of counsel. himself like an ordinary priest. Because he did not know the power man of being an advisor to David. It doesn't mean that opportunities don't open. It doesn't mean that windows don't open to us. Many people don't know the power of the windows that open because some windows don't look like windows. The demand they place on us does not look like the access. Because we confuse the glory of men under assignment to the glory of men which appear as them which are under assignment. Do you understand what I'm saying? There are opportunities that can open for you and change your life. And another man is open to the same opportunities. And those opportunities can destroy his person, his ministry, his life, and everything with him.
Some windows have killed men. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston had one window on a church service. Church service. And nobody treated that window with the wisdom and ministry of the God. She ended up in the world. They tell you, Whitney Houston burnt more than a hundred million dollars in drugs. That is money. If it fell in the hands of a person, their ministry can But that money opened to a window that was to destroy a gift. Do you know what a hundred million dollars can do? Anywhere in the world. But Whitney burnt that on drugs. There was a window in her life. God opened. But it was compromised. And the doors were, were corrupted. She did not know which door to enter. And not enter because the window opened the opportunity to every door. Naaman is healed as a Syrian. He brings gold, silk, puts it before the king. And any sane man would think, what a window. Because the king has brought the gift. Scriptures are clear. Honor the prophet. Naaman sees by, Elisha sees by the spirit and realizes this is not the window that I need for who I am. He refuses the man's gift. Yet he would take any other gift. But he refuses the gift because the gift was a serious. Do you understand? And the Assyrian is another person. It's another person. When, when you're dealing with men of the spirit, until you understand how they are serious. And I've seen they are serious. Even in the opportunity of we need you to preach this day. And the Lord told me, don't go there. You understand? Gehazi. Gehazi. Goes because he sees a window of opportunity receives from the man. Gehazi did not get leprosy. Only if he got leprosy and kept the inheritance, it was okay. But he both got leprosy. And he lost the inheritance. He lost the firstborn blessing. He lost the double blessing that was to fall on his life as the true firstborn of Elisha. Yet he was in the name of serving. The next man that comes in in line after Gehazi, he will never be firstborn. 
He can only be a great servant. And the progenity of the prophetic move that had begun with Elijah, the chariot and horseman of Israel, ended in the second generation. That is why many men of God cannot affect the third and fourth generation of their ministry. Because they don't know the things to teach. Look at Solomon. There's things David never told Solomon. And because of that, Solomon divided Israel. The wisest man divided Israel. The Israel. The wisest man divided Israel. The wisest that comes with inheritance, not with a covenant that God uses to bless the man. No, this was a continuation of wisdom on a man that understood how the inheritance was. If what was in David united Israel, why does it sit in Solomon and divide the Because Solomon didn't get it. And up to today, Israel is divided by the wisest man because he had the wisdom of his destiny, but he did not have the wisdom of inheritance. He didn't. Why do you think when Paul is looking for a man to work with, he looks for a man in whom the pattern is? There was something in your grandmother Eunice. It entered your mother Lois. It entered in you also. He called him his right hand man. He was the preservation. Timothy was the preservation of the posterity of the New Testament foundation church. Under the anointing of Paul. Because God would not skip that principle. Because he's gracious. Because that principle in its own is grace. Now, you find a generation of sons we, we begin from scratch we don't have foundation we will not go far and for some whom God has given the grace to build it's easy for a young man who has been raised under a certain order to judge other ministers. Does he know the tears of the church? Does he know the sweat of ministry? He grows in church when he's a so and so son. That is a I don't believe in that guy. Look at the boy. He was raised under oil. He ate silver spoons. They smeared 
When they say kids pray, even the pastor's kids should pray. But if they think, ah, my dad is a pastor, I don't pray. You get where I'm coming from? Because our children must find God for themselves. My God is not his God. He must know his God. But as I still have strength to tell him what to do when he's still in my house, he will do what I've said. If he leaves my house, he will do what I want. But if he's still in my house, Bishop, you understand? He will do what I want to do. Because I'm a man of God and I have an accountability to God. Praise God. Now sometimes we also become so hard on our kids and we smear no. other kids. No. Even those ones we should also be. A child is a child. Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? A child is a child. Now when you get into the spirit, it's the, too much wisdom I'm talking about. Praise God. But listen to me. Now, we come into dispensation. Where? They don't even fear the presence of God. They don't even fear the presence of God. You understand? You preach. If we don't know how to deal with God a certain but way, we can't believe him a certain way. We can't understand a certain way. We can't expect a certain way. God must be God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Now I want to bring this to a close. But I had too much And I don't know whether I will repeat this. Because some things come once. They don't come another way. Now, Kati. The window opened and God told them, look, this really is I'm talking about. Why I'm telling you to release It is because you hold on fast on the man who you loan, you gave money. Because you still need what you loan. I want to get poverty out of you. Bless you in the land which I have given you And verse 5 says, if only you carefully listen to the voice of the Lord your God, to do watch for the When the Lord God bless you, as he has promised you, when he blesses, in other words, when I Say none among you is poor. It might not be a direct 
Now he says, when the Lord your God blesses you, as he has promised you, this is a promise. When I tell you you're not poor, it's a promise. He didn't say you won't be poor. He says, he says you're not poor. Because it's a year of release. Now he says when you get it, when the Lord your God blesses you, as he promises you, then, you'll not lend people. You'll lend nations. Ooh. Now, do, do you get why you have ah, to release the Do you know why you have to release your creditor? Because the person you're borrowing, you're lending next, is a nation. If you've understood it, shout amen. We release those who we have credit with individually because the abundance that is coming to us is lending to nations. And not only the lending financial, but he says, but you shall not borrow you shall rule over Many nations, Manji. but they shall not rule over you. Thus, say, get to your feet. Oh, rapaka, rapaka. Now, I want you to open your mouth like you understand. Come on, open, open your mouth like you understood. If you didn't understand, you were not hearing. If you didn't understand, you were discussing. You didn't listen to me. This is for a man who has understood. Come on, speak to God. You're getting a nekatonda. This is our seventh year. As the city church God. The city church and every prophetic word you have spoken. We are taking. By force. In the mighty name of Jesus. We aggressively. Receive the reality. That as the seventh year God. We release. And are released. We release. And are released. We are released. And we are released. I speak a release in the spirit realm for the finances of this ministry. I speak a release in the spirit realm for the manifestation of power, demonstration of the spirit in this ministry. I speak a release of multiplication in this ministry. I speak a release of increase in this ministry. 
I speak a release of none among them to be simple. We decree strength. We decree the wise. We decree the honorable. We decree the essence. We decree the cunning artificer. We decree the mighty orators. We decree the mighty men of war. We decree women that are wise. We decree women marriages that are exempt. We decree children that are distinct. We decree identities that change nations. We decree signs and wonders. We decree potential. We decree victory. We decree peace. We decree quickening. In the mighty name of Jesus. May they do in days what men do in May they do in months what men do in ages. May they do in hours what men do in a lifetime. In the mighty name of Jesus. May they do in months what men do for institutions. In the mighty name of Jesus. We decree and we declare that the anointing of the Holy Ghost will set on this ground than ever before. Beyond lips and bounds, you prosper them in every way in wealth in health even as their souls prosper we decree that they are blessed on every side in the going in and in the going out in the pushing back and in the pushing front the boundaries are broken for expansion the city of God is built in this place we decree that Uganda responds to the vision of this ministry. We decree that Africa responds to the vision of this ministry. We decree that Europe responds to the anointing of this ministry. We decree that Asia, America, the sea, the lands, the waters, the media responds to the anointing of this ministry. We decree that every child that shall be birthed out of this ministry will spell greatness, will smell increase, will be the epitome of glory. We decree and we declare in the name of Jesus that they expand on the left and on the right, on the sides and on the front. Houses they never built, vineyards they never planted. We decree that they will eat of the good of the land that shall yield its fruit and substance to them. We decree that glory is their testimony. Rulers shall come out of here. Leaders shall come out of here. Counselors of kings shall be here. Gentiles shall come to their light. Kings shall serve them. Strangers shall serve them. Kings will come to their right. In the mighty name of Jesus. Greatness is their testimony. Greatness is their story. Great things are happening. A special window is not opening up on the city church. A great door, effectual doors are opening up on the city church. 
windows the windows that are opening are multiple to change every facet every aspect every area of human need and beyond human need to the things of the kingdom of God that is decree that has been said I know God you hear on every word and the words that have been spoken have been planted in the hearts of men but I must warn you as a man of God that the words have been spoken tonight I must warn you as a man of God and you're going to see it from today they have mostly been planted in the least expected people of this ministry. Bishop, you're going to see it. The words I've spoken have mostly been planted in the least expected people of this ministry. And I know why God did it. I know why God did it. why God did it. Great things are going to happen in this ministry. Great grace falls on this ministry. The quickening of the spirit resides on this ministry. You will grow faster than you can build. saith the Lord in Jesus' name. God bless you. Clap our hands to the Lord. Wow. 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 Just raise your hands and thank Him. Would you clap them above your heads? Just clap them and thank Him. For every word that has been spoken. For every word that has been spoken. Whoa, 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 whoa. Come on. Thank God. My God. My God, my God, where can you find such words? Now close your eyes. Don't look at me. Close your eyes. Raise your hands. Even if you didn't understand what he said, celebrate it now. Just celebrate. Celebrate every word that has been spoken. Oh, celebrate every word. Oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We want to give an opportunity to those that say, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior today. If, if you're here today and you want to experience this blessing, you want to have an experience with these words that has been declared, you have to give your life to Jesus. So if you're here and you want to give him your life, just wave to me. I want to see you. Just wave to me. Okay, one. Is that a hand there? There is another one. There is another one here. 
Okay. No, don't sit down. People are giving their lives to Jesus. Stand. Stand. We're going to stand with them. They are giving their lives to Jesus. This is powerful. This is powerful. This is powerful. Okay. Leave your hand up. Okay. Can, can ashes help those people to walk to that side? Walk yeah, help them to walk there. I'm going to ask Pastor Winter. Where is Pastor Winter? Please come and meet those people there. Yeah, help them, ashes. Help them to walk. Some people are behind there. Let them walk and go to that side. And Pastor Winter is going to meet them and pray with them. And then we're going to stand with you and help you to know more about your faith. Come on, let us celebrate God for those people. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Okay, Pastor Carol, where is the... Yes, we are ready. Now, take your seats. We're going to close the service as fast possible. Thank you, all of you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Our brothers and sisters from Fanero, thank you so much. Come on, celebrate, celebrate them. And I want to say, this is, this is your home. We are part of you. You're part of us. Praise God. So, um, Pastor Carol and the team prepared a cake. So very soon I'm going to ask um, Apostle and uh, Mama to come up here. We, we're going to cut, cut the cake. We want to thank God. We, we thank God for what he has done. Um, we are believing God to extend our land that way. We have half an acre here, which is paid for, but we, we believe God to go that way. There's a possibility. We thank God for that. We are very sure about this. We're going down there, and um, we're going to enlarge our territory here. Praise God. Amen. Amen. We, we prayed when we came in here, we prayed for other organizations to come and buy land in this area. Because we need to uh, get partners to develop the community. I'm telling you what you should thank God for. So there are two international organizations that have already bought an international school has bought that land there. Another international hospital has bought down there. And, and so we're going to take over this place for the glory of God. So we thank God for that. We thank God for that land because it's ours. And we thank God for that land because it is ours. And there's another house down there we'll buy it and put it down and enlarge. So we thank God for what he has already given us. Amen. 
And I'm not saying I'm believing for Sweden to give money. We're going to do all this with Ugandan money. Ugandan money. Praise God. We, we are educating how many kids, Pastor Carol? 148. 148. And we have a lot of kids in this area. I believe in education. I love children. I I love children. The Lord appeared to me at the age of seven. After I prayed with my dad one night, I went to my room to sleep. I was seven. And uh, he appeared to me. And he said, Uber, for some calling you to preach my gospel in the nations of the world. Go and preach love and hope to the hurting world. Teach them who I am to them and who they are to me. And above all, remember the poor. So I began to give my testimony at the age of seven. We traveled places with my dad giving that testimony. So I have a mandate. I love, I love children. And I hate poverty. I want everyone to get rich. So my dream is those kids to have and experience the same life my kids are experiencing. Amen. So I have many kids. And I thank God for those kids. We have uh, 62 farmers in uh, Kochi that we are educating. We have two farm schools. And so God has blessed us. Uh, and we take care of them. We want them to stop begging. How can someone, Apostle, he has six acres of land and they're poor. So we want them to use their land and we create wealth. So 62 farmers are being educated. So they are finishing in February. Next year. And then we shall have another group. And we want those farm schools to go all over the country. Just all over the country. We must fight poverty. Amen. So we thank God for that. Can we remove this? And I'm going to ask Apostle and his wife to come. I'm going to ask my dad to come. Um, The way is closed. Yeah. Okay. And Pastor Carl, please come here. So how do we do this? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who is Apostle Winter? I don't know how to do these things. He's very good at it. Put 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are we excited? Are we excited? Are we excited? CCK? Nothing missing? Nothing broken. CCK, nothing missing? Nothing missing. So let's all stand up. And we are going to count down. Because we are celebrating seven years. Yes. So, remember they walked around the wall seven times. So when we reach number seven and they cut the cake, you know what that means. We go one, we count together. Three, tanu, mukaga, Amen. Hallelujah. Amina. So we will all test the cake. Cake. Amen. Amina. So they said everyone will test the cake. And so they will make sure that happens. So I, I want to thank you so much for being here today. If this is your first time to be here and you have no church, the home church where you go to worship, you can make this your home church and I promise you will take care of you. But if you have a home church, bring them for us. And every time you come around this area, come and visit us. May God richly bless you. Let's stand up. I'll declare blessing and we'll release you. Amen. Stand up on your feet. Praise God. Raise your hands. Father, I want to thank you for everyone that came here today. I speak a blessing upon them. They shall be blessed in the city. Be blessed in the country. They shall be blessed as they go out. Blessed as they come in. I declare that nothing missing and nothing broken in their lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands to the Lord. God bless you so much. Uh, let us stay around and share the cake. I love you so much. Jesus put you in my heart. He closed it. He locked it. And he took the keys with him. So you are in my heart forever. God bless you so much. Hallelujah. A small announcement. 
We thank you all, all for coming today, for honoring our invitation to come here today and worship with us. Thank you, people from Vanero. We have been so honored to have you around us. And 25th of September, we have a worship experience. We ask that you come and join us as we worship the Father. We have a team from South Africa that will be coming in here. And they'll be worshiping, leading us into worship. Pastor G will be here, the team from South Africa. So 25th of September, we invite all of you to be here. Join us and we celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. And before you go home, find someone, say hello to someone. Give them a hug and love on them because this is a place of love. And may God richly bless you.